The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Joining me now here on Speaking of Writers, Mary Higgins-Clark, number one New York Times bestselling author, has written 30 suspense novels, three collections of short stories, a historical novel, a children's book. She is the co-author with Carol Higgins-Clark of five holiday suspense novels. Her books are international bestsellers with over 100 million sold in the United States. And she is back with her 30th suspense thriller, this time tapping into the modern-day anxiety of identity theft. The new book is called I'll Walk Alone. Mary, welcome to this program. Oh, lovely to be with you. Thank you for having me. So, talk to me a little bit about uh, the uh, main character here, Zan Moreland, in I'll Walk Alone. What's Zan like? Zan is 32. She is a very bright and, sh- and really shining star as an interior designer. She has just opened her own business, and she's divorced after a very brief marriage, which only happened because her parents had been killed and she was reeling in an automobile accident. She was reeling with shock and then realized it wasn't right for her and got out of it. But she has a little boy uh, whom she absolutely adores. But as the book opens, it is Matthew's fifth birthday. Two years ago in Central Park, he had been taken from the stroller. The babysitter had fallen asleep. It was a warm day and spread a blanket on the grass. And Zan has been doing everything, everything she can to try to find him, hiring private detectives, even psychics, anything. And then on his fifth birthday, pictures come out that seem to show that she was the one who took the child from the stroller. And the police believe that the child was getting in the way of her burgeoning career. And she is indicted for the kidnapping, and they believe well, she will be indicted for the murder of her child. And there is someone who looks exactly like her. Even the people, the salespeople in the store she goes to say, well, of course you bought that suit. Uh, You were in here last week. And she says, but I wasn't, but I wasn't. And nobody believes her. Her computer is broken into, her bank account cleaned out. There is a ticket to South America. The police are sure she's trying to get away. And no one believes her. And she says to Elvira, the only one who is so very sorry for her, says, don't feel sorry for me. Believe me. Believe me. I am not the woman in that picture. So, and there we go. There's a a nice little tease for you of uh, Mary Higgins Clark's latest, I'll Walk Alone. This topic of identity theft, of course, been in the the news a lot over the last few years. It really become uh, popular in a bad way. Um, did you have you known someone who's who's experienced this? No, I have not personally, but of course we know so much of it. And just last week, I read in the New York paper where a woman, an elderly woman in her late seventies, went down to pay her taxes, and they said, "Well, why would you pay the taxes? You don't own the house." And she says, "What do you mean?" And they said, "Well, your husband sold the house last year." said, my husband has been dead for 30 years. 
Mm. And somebody had his, his identity and sold her house, and she was about to be evicted from it. Can you imagine? Yeah. And she had no resources to try to get someone on to it. You know, you reported it. It's agony. People still are trying to get rid of, of liens on their homes. So I thought, it, well, my editor, Michael Carter, was the one who said identity theft is frightening, it's harrowing, it can ruin your life. But I thought I want one more element, the emotional element to everyone, which is when a child is missing. And I thought that should be in the book, too. Zan is not only having identity theft, but in the midst of it, her child is missing, and it looks as though she is the one who took him out of the crib, out of the stroller in Central Park. And you know how some women literally kill their children for sympathy. There is that case of, of people who have, there was one woman, and she, all five of her babies died very young, and the people were so heartbroken for her until the police figured out she was the one who was guilty because she wanted sympathy. Mm. I mean, obviously she was mentally deranged, and in this case people think Zan is mentally ill because she obviously is the woman in the pictures. Chatting with number one New York Times bestselling author Mary Higgins Clark. Her latest, I'll Walk Alone, is out now. Mary, do you always know the ending of your books when you begin? Yes, I know who done it, if you will. <laughs> right. Now, I don't exactly know the ending scene, but I do know I'm working toward the fact that this one did it and this one did not, and this one was involved. And then who are the people who will come in along the way? Some of them, people who are adding a piece of the action, uh, I find them along the way. But my main characters, in this case, an elderly priest who hears the confession of the young woman who seems to be Zan, say, I'm part of a murder, and he is now under the seal of the confessional. Zan herself waking up thinking, my, uh, Matthew would be five years old today, would he remember me? Would he still remember me? Uh, and then that day, being all the papers carrying the story that she stole the child, you see the child where he is being kept drawing pictures of his mother. He, like Zan, has a real street uh, drawing, uh, ability to draw, and he's drawing pictures of a lady with long hair so that he can try to remember her because he's so afraid he's losing memory. So, you know, you get all those characters together, and uh, you see what happens. You get the detectives who are at first sympathetic, and then when the pictures show up in the paper, they are furious because they feel that they have been fooled. She has put the wall over their eyes for two years, and now they literally are her attackers. So you put all that together, and then you tell a story. Yeah, that almost sounds like I was going to be my next question, too. Are you, it sounds like you're a believer in outlining, storyboarding it out, then. Not every chapter. Some people, I know Jeff, Jeffrey Z Deaver, mm -hmm. uh, he spends nine months doing chapter by chapter of what's happening and three months writing the story. Yes. I don't. I have a much broader landscape. And then as I write and I rewrite and I rewrite the first, the first 50 pages. And then I know who the people are. And I say, okay, we're ready to go. But it takes the rewriting and rewriting until I say I know exactly who she is, 
I know exactly who the ex-husband is. I know exactly who the man she is in competition with as a designer and whom she had worked for. And I worked actually for the kind of guy, the nasty guy who is the interior designer. I worked for one guy when I was doing the radio shows. And God, he was tough. You, you couldn't please him. So it was easy enough to conjure up a person who is absolutely relentlessly difficult to work for. Chatting with Mary Higgins Clark. Her new one is out now, new novel, I'll Walk Alone. So after all the books now, Mary, that you've written, is it hard to find fresh story ideas? No. <laughs> it's either something you read in the newspaper. Michael Corder, my editor, say may make a suggestion I was thinking uh, of. And, for example, last year, The Shadow of Your Smile is in paperback now, and I was at a beatification uh, ceremony of a nun who was about to be a priest. The, the bishop who married John and me 15 years ago said, you know, Mary, you're a writer. You might be interested in the ceremony. And I went to it, and I thought, gee, I would love to use beatification within the framework of a suspense novel. And I thought, suppose a nun up for beatification had had a baby when she was 17, and now her granddaughter is entitled to a family fortune and doesn't know it. She's a young pediatrician, and somebody who knows decides to tell the truth and is murdered for her honesty. And so I used beatification as a little piece, but it was the basis of the story. The year before, it was someone I read about who had a heart transplant, married the widow of the guy who had shot himself at age 32. He was a depressive, and two years later, this man shot himself exactly the same way, the theory being that the heart has molecules. So, and and uh, you take on the personality of the person whose heart you have. So, you know, you read something in the newspaper and turn it into complete fiction. You go to an event and say, hey, wait a minute, there's a story here. In this case, Michael suggested identity theft, and I thought, yes, but more than her bank account, her child is missing. So it, it, it's a piece of it, and then it gets added to the other piece you have. You have the child missing, it's, and your editor gives you the, you know, the idea of identity theft, and it all starts to uh, come together. My first, the, the one writing class I took, the professor said, take, read something that's in, of interest, see something that's of interest, ask yourself two questions, suppose and what if, and turn that situation into fiction. I have added one more word, which is why, because if three people might have committed the crime, only one would be psychotic enough, angry enough, bitter enough, cold-blooded enough to go over the line and commit the crime. She is Mary Higgins Clark. Her new one is out now. It's called A Walk Alone. I want to mention your website real quick here, maryhigginsclark.com. You can get updates and more info there on her website. And really quick here, what is next for you and your writing? Next may be called, though I'm not sure. Uh, the working title is The Lost Years, a re unbelievably valuable piece of paper is found, a parchment, and is it possible it was written by this person and the one who brings it to the main character because she is an expert in ancient writing. And he says, I have, a, this, I have an exact copy of this home. I know I'm being followed. 
and the next day he is murdered and his apartment thoroughly ransacked. And now she has what may be probably the most valuable document ever to exist. All right, so we get a little bonus there, a little sneak peek of the next one, too. But we'll enjoy this one now. Mary Higgins-Clark's latest, I'll Walk Alone. Mary, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me. And this is Speaking of Writers on News Radio 1290 WTKS.